The word erogenous comes from the Greek word eros, which means love, and the English genus, meaning producing. An erogenous zone is an area on the human body that has a somewhat heightened sensitivity which, when stimulated, can create a sexual response such as sexual arousal and orgasm. There are a bunch of of erogenous zones that I feel we are all familiar with, but there are also some that maybe we're not so familiar with. In this episode, I'm going to explore a good handful and share my thoughts on each of them as per. Do expect the odd swear here and there because apparently that's what people with a lot to say do. So yeah, listener discretion is necessary. doesn't it? Well, sort of, anyway. Say it. Erogenous zone. Erogenous zone. Erogenous zone. It's kind of like, yeah, we're talking science. The amazing thing is we all have erogenous zones, but everyone is different. So the usual expectation that it's all about the nips and the slits doesn't necessarily fly. Having said that, there are specific erogenous zones that we are all familiar with for one reason or another. Possibly one of the most obvious would be the mouth and lips. Now, usually intimate situations start with or involve the mouth in some way, you know, a little bit of kissing in that, not always, but often. Okay, I mean, sometimes it's not enough time for kissing and all that, but we know what it do. We know what kissing does. Let me just say right here, kissing is an art. It is an art form. Not everyone kisses well in my opinion. That's just my opinion though. There needs to be the right balance of lip and tongue action and please control your saliva. Too much saliva can literally be off-putting, but then a dry mouth, well, that's never sexy either. It's all about balance. Kissing is an art and the whole mouth literally wants in. Don't neglect the lips. The lips are part of your mouth. Involve them. I think people presume that once your mouths meet, the lips kind of act as a sort of seal for what's happening in the mouth. Yeah and no. Involve the lips. Just involve the lips. Lick the lips. Nibble the lips. Suck on the lips. Trace each other's lips with your tongues. Involve the lips. Damn you. Like seriously, as you can tell, I'm all about involving the lips. Let's be real. A kiss can be likened to drugs because scientifically it literally triggers off a whole host of hormones and neurotransmitters to run through your body and brain. Tons of signals are distributed by a crazy amount of small nerve connections and this shit is powerful. Heck, some women are even able to orgasm from kissing alone. And yes, that is without any genital contact. This happens because the lips are actually the most exposed erogenous part of the body and they are a hundred times more sensitive than fingers. The ridiculous number of nerve endings in our lips literally flood our brains with information that just makes us feel good. This is why we shouldn't neglect them. The next familiar spot would be the neck. The neck is definitely underrated because even the smallest touch in the right spot on your neck can create all sorts of mad sensations. I'm talking tingling, popping, nipples hardening, all sorts. And that's for both men and women. Gentle kisses, licking, massaging, stroking, even a bit of biting, hence hickey, if that's what you're into. All of the above around the neck area can be magnificent. Even get those ears involved. Like the ears aren't there just for functionality. Let me tell you, the ears have hundreds of sensory receptors on the inside and even the outside skin is sensitive. So the whole organ is just open. 
It's just there, begging to be played with. The ears are actually popular for a lot of people and it's no surprise why. Imagine whispering or gently licking inside the ear and triggering all those sensory receptors. Ooh, chills just thinking about it. Yep, it's a good look. Oh, and here's an interesting fact. People that suffer spinal cord injury can actually enjoy sexual pleasure through sensually touching the area above the injury itself because the skin in that area has a heightened tactile response and as a result is extremely pleasurable. I like that fact. Everybody deserves a bit of pleasure. The nipples. Mm -hmm, that's standard. I believe if I asked anyone to name an erogenous zone, nipples would definitely be in the top two. It makes perfect sense though, because of the concentration of nerve endings contained in this area, stimulation of the nipples triggers the same area in the brain as stimulations of the genitals would. Yep, it is that good. Although it's important to know, some people respond more to nipple stimulation than others. And, and while we're here, can we just cancel that myth that it's only women that like their nipples played with? Men do too. And rightly so. That shit is fun. Why should it be reserved for women only? Men have nipples, right? And guys, if for some reason you're uptight about getting your nipples tweaked, licked or whatever, relax. Chances are you would love it. The great thing about the nipples is you can get really adventurous with it. You can experiment quite easily with temperature, introduce an ice cube or drip some wax, only if you're happy and comfortable to do so, obviously. Never, ever, 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 ever do something that you're not comfortable with. And I think if you're gonna play with things like wax, yes, you need to be 1000% comfortable. Otherwise that shit can go and we don't want burnt nipples. No, thank you. If you want to try, you can always start by blowing on the nipples. It's still a form of temperature play as the coolness that comes from the blowing can trigger an extra special response and you can introduce some nibbling and biting too. I mean, yeah, some people like that. It really is about what you want to do. Continuing down the body towards the stomach and navel area. Now this particular area is an erogenous zone because it's so close to the genitals. Makes sense. Kissing, licking, stroking and generally just playing with this area is a guaranteed turn on because of its location. Simple. Although having said that, some people just cannot bear having their stomach played with. I've heard lots of women in particular talk about not touching my belly, don't touch my belly, don't even go there. But I think that's more of a body confidence stroke, self-esteem issue. I, I mean, I don't know. Some people I think would just not like it anyway, regardless of whether they're comfortable or not. But I think a lot of women shy away from having their stomach the main focus because they generally don't like their stomach. You gotta embrace every part of your body, girl. It's your body. And I always say, if he's there ready to do what he's gonna do with you, he's ready to embrace every part of your body. And that's every lump, bump, stretch mark, flipping, excess, whatever it is, he's there for it all. Like, don't watch that. Okay, so yeah, touching the navel or just below it is a firm faith for plenty. And it's understandable why. It's dangerously close. And actually, have you ever just gently stroked under your belly button? Like just gentle, light strokes? Give it a go and let me know what you think. Can we talk about the most obvious erogenous zone, please? Yeah, that would be the vaginal region for women and the penile region for men. Basically, your downstairs bits and bobs. To generalise and say those bits is one thing, but actually, broken down, there is a whole lot popping off. I mean, a lot. There is a bunch of erogenous zones within that area itself. Let's start with the ladies first because, well, chivalry ain't dead and... It's ladies first. The clitoris. Ooh, lord. The clitoris. Don't. Don't play with the clit. Actually, yes. 
Yes, play with the clit. Play with the clit all the damn time. Don't stop playing with the clit. You want to please her? Play with the clit. Flip the clit, stroke the clit. Lick the clit, tap the clit. Nibble on the clit. Just pay attention to the clit. I've said it a billion times before and I ain't about to stop. The clit is queen. With over eight thousand nerve endings just ready to be fucked with, I'm telling you, it would actually be a sin not to get involved with the clit. Side note, sensitivity levels do vary from woman to woman, so I would say learn what you're working with, if you know what I mean. The clit. Mother of all erogenous zones. Just above the clit is a fleshy mound called the mons pubis. Now, this particular area also has a ton of nerve endings, and if you massage it in a sort of up and down kind of fashion, you can directly stimulate the clitoris too. I mean, whoop whoop, it's a double bubble. There are a few more erogenous zones in the vaginal region, but we will literally be here all day if I broke down every single one. So before moving on to the guys, can I talk about a less than obvious one for the women? The cervix. In order to enjoy cervical stimulation, full arousal is a must. So foreplay is absolutely crucial, or probably crucial. Depends on how you're set up. Whether that's mental foreplay or physical foreplay, you're probably gonna need a build-up for this one. Deep penetration is needed here too. Like doggy style, if you're having penetrative sex with a penis, a dildo, or a strap on or whatever, it's a good position because it allows you to get in deep. It's just a case of finding that rhythm and riding it until you experience an extremely intense orgasm. As I said, it's not an obvious one and it's not necessarily something that will just happen, but I'd imagine you'd be grateful if it did because a cervical orgasm can leave you tingling and feeling the effects for hours afterward. I'm just saying. Okay, dudes. The head of your cock, medically known as the glans penis, is where it's at for you guys. With 4,000 nerve endings, which is significantly less than the clit, can I just say, this is an erogenous zone that would respond well to almost any kind of stimulation, from licking, to sucking, to nibbling, to stroking, all of it. If you've got a foreskin, yay for you, because this is another erogenous zone for some. The foreskin is actually full of nerve endings too, and it can give you the upper hand over circumcised willies when it comes to pleasure, because that extra bit of skin is your ticket to a sexual mix-up. In that, you've got more to tug at and play with. Quick tip, to avoid chafing and potential injuries, please use lube. The prostate, still quite taboo for many guys, a lot still unable to get their head around it, but that's society kind of encouraging that. But let me tell you, that walnut-sized gland that sits at the base of your penis is literally a button for pleasure. As we all know, this little bad boy can only be accessed through your bum bum, hence why there's a lot of public resistance, but once activated, that's next level shit for y'all. Honestly, I'm not just trying to sell it to you. I'm encouraging you to explore. And if you don't like it, fine. Just don't rule it out because you think it means something else. Do you know what I mean? That's silly. Of course, I will say, only do something if you're truly down to do it. Don't ever feel pressured. Like, that's not where it's at. You gotta want to try something. Oh, and since we're talking about asses, sort of, that skin between your scrotum and anus, the perineum, yep, that's another erogenous zone. Wanna stimulate that area? Just rub it. You can pretty much access it from any angle. You're good. You can even do it low key if you're not happy to express yourself so openly in front of another person. Or doing it while masturbating is an option too. And ladies, you've got a perineum too. Same area, that space between your vulva and anus. So get into it. Mate, listen. 
<laughs> the list of erogenous zones is long, let me tell ya. I'm gonna drop just a few more of my personal faves. Thighs and behind the knees. Both are erogenous zones and in my head it's pretty explanatory as to why. Stroking, kissing, massaging, the thighs, behind the knees, yeah that's definitely doing something. Even the fingertips, you ever let someone suck your fingers during sex? Try that shit. The fingertips are super sensitive. So when gently sucked, yeah, that's next level. And the feet, whew, yeah. Massaging the feet can absolutely stimulate feelings of arousal. And if you're into it, suck a couple of toes. When you consider reflexology and the power the feet have in that the natural balance of your body can be restored this way and organs can actually be stimulated. It's no wonder feet do bits sexually too. The inside and outside of the ankles are sensitive areas that correspond directly with the most well-known erogenous zones like the vagina and the penis. Whilst the middle and upper part of the soles are linked to the chest, sending sexual energy to the breasts and nipples. So you can see how the feet just, just work you out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Give me middle of my soul's pleasure then, please. Oh, and one final one for me has to be the brain. Like in all seriousness, the brain. Yep, I took it there because personally, if I'm mentally stimulated, everything else will follow suit. To be honest, I don't think many actually consider the brain as an erogenous zone in itself, but when you consider that this is the hub of connection, it stands to reason. Like visual stimulation and physical touch are literally connected in the brain. Plus, depending on your state of mind, how you perceive sexual stimulation will be affected. You know, if you're not in a mood, like he could be doing all the things that you love, you're not feeling it. But if you're in the mood, like if your brain is on it, if your brain is saying, yep, I'm open to sexual stimulation, and then he does those things that you like, it's a different level. So yeah, I would say the brain is a huge one. So there you go. That's a whole bunch of erogenous zones, but it is important to note Everyone is different and it really is a case of different strokes for different folks. Exploration is key in understanding what you like and what feels good. There's much more to this than how many nerve endings are being stimulated. In a lot of cases, it's more about how you're touched, you know? There's a lot to consider when you think about sexual pleasure and in this instance, knowing what turns you on is crucial. If this is your first time hearing this podcast, please do feel free to check out my previous episodes. And if you fancy it, subscribe on your platform of choice so you can catch each new episode fresh. Also, I am on the socials, so if you fancy it, you can connect with me there. You'll find me at Cheryl's World, that's S-H-E-R-R-Y-L-S World, on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also check out my website, think for a minute then cherylsworld.com so that's it from me enjoy the rest of your week and i'll catch you next time